Welcome to the Inner Glow podcast. My name is Stepanka and I am a clinical hypnotherapist and your empowerment coach. Each episode is designed to help you feel empowered, confident and to help you create the life of your dreams. I help women to overcome their fears, worries, insecurities and anxiety so that they no longer feel like their life is on hold. I believe that it is time for you to step back into your power. I combine hypnotherapy, spiritual mindset principles with the energetics, which I believe is the perfect blend for a modern day woman. Are you ready to shift your life to the next level? If yes, then you are in the right place. Let's get into it. Hello beautiful souls, wishing you a very happy day. I hope you are well. It is Stepanka here and I have another podcast episode for you. So by the way, just to give you the vibes, it's afternoon. Today is Wednesday normally. I'm taking a day off on Wednesday, but this week I have got a little bit of a different schedule, but I'm not going to share much about it because I'm working on a secret project, but that's a whole different chapter. But it's such a beautiful afternoon. It's really lovely, sunny, and I'm having my like second drink, hot drink this afternoon. I'm currently drinking a beautiful creamy chicory and barley coffee. It's not really a coffee, but I call it coffee because it looks like a coffee. And with some oat milk it's just really delicious and as i was having my hot drink this afternoon i came up with this idea on this training which will be like the power of your language the power of your words and how you are constantly hypnotizing your mind with the words you say so i want to teach you how to use it in a very powerful way to create more success happiness love and health in your life So, having said that, (laughs) it's sunny outside, like I already shared with you, which also means that in my town, on the coast, in North Devon, England, it gets really loud and noisy, the kids are on holidays, so excuse any noises, I literally can't do much about it, I have closed my curtains, so I'm like in a complete darkness here, just because I have got quite thick blackout curtains and I hope it will help the noise but it is generally quite noisy out there we have loads of tourists in our town and you know they're visiting the harbor so I just thought I'll share that with you but I still want to do a podcast episode so my clients and I very often joke about how I correct their language when they speak about themselves, when they are sending me voice notes between sessions, or when they are describing certain events. And I correct their language just because I know how life-changing that can be. Like very simple languaging shifts can make such a huge difference to how you feel, to how you are working on your mindset, and how you are changing your energy, your personal energy, that bubble you have around you, which introduces you before you even speak. But words and your thoughts are one of the key aspects influencing your energy. So I 
truly see this as a gift of mine. Like since I was very little, I have been a very good observer when it comes to languaging. And I learned how to say things in a certain way. And I can also like understand people quite quickly just by listening to them. And I never really paid attention to it too much, though I am aware of events when I was a child, when I used it really wisely to help other people. And I think this is where, when my inner therapist was already kicking in. <laughs> but lately it's just, I've been getting so many, so much feedback from my clients, how those simple changes help them and how me correcting them, let's say in our voice notes during sessions really helps them to spot those limiting beliefs, those sneaky negative thoughts and also to uncover self-sabotage, just me listening to them. And the thing is, once I bring their awareness to it, they become more empowered. They start observing and seeing those things in their own language, in their own thinking. By the way, there is a very faint, fine line between language and thought. So yeah, I think you can understand it. Sometimes we are not saying those words out loud, but we are still thinking and entertaining those kinds of thoughts and words inside our heads. As a child, I used to believe in magic, so it felt so real to me. I would be running around the garden, probably looking for fairies, and I thought spells were real as well. And I remember I just wanted to learn more about it. However, as I was growing up, obviously, I got explained that magic is not real by the adults. Spells are not real, I was told. <laughs> and one needs to work really hard to create success. Hmm. So I started adopting <laughs> the normal way of thinking, normal. However, once as an adult, I had to unlearn all those stupid beliefs I was told, because the fact is that spells are real. They do exist and you use them all the time. It is your words. Every word you speak is a spell in itself. It's constantly affecting your energy, your mindset, your body. Your words are that powerful and they are truly shaping your life right now. Why? Why is it happening? How come? So the truth is that the human mind has one simple job. And I speak about this quite a lot in my trainings, in my work. The job of your mind is to keep you alive as long as possible. And to do that, your mind is an expert at helping you avoid and flee what causes you pain or danger. How does your mind do it? Well, it is constantly listening to your instructions. When we were living in tribes, in the jungle, in the bush. To keep us alive was actually quite difficult. There were animals that could kill us. There were other tribesmen that could have gone angry. We had to find water, food. We had to protect ourselves from, you know, nature elements. And there was a lot of physical threat all the Time. So your body was designed to respond to your thoughts, to what you saw around you, 
to what you are saying to yourself. So your body developed fight or flight response, you might have heard of it before, which creates a stress reaction in your body. This kept you safe. However, we know that the physical world has changed for most of us here. And we live in relatively safer times when it comes to our physical survival. The difference is now that we still have stresses, right? We all know we do have them, but they are less primal and more mental. However, your mind hasn't changed. So we are still primed for that fight or flight responses to the stress that life throws your way. And therefore, again, your mind is always listening to what you are feeding it with. So every word you say, every thought you have is literally creating a biochemical in your body. You don't have to do anything else and your body will start responding to your words or to your thoughts itself. The thing is, it works the other way around as well. Your body obviously creates some kind of a stress response and then it feeds it back to your mind. So it's like a reinforcement and it creates this kind of a loop. So then your mind creates more of those thoughts, feeds it back to your body. Your body is creating even a bigger reaction then feeds it back to the mind. So how does this happen? So you are constantly thinking describing events and your mind is listening. So have you ever said anything like this? This project at work is killing me. This situation is a total nightmare. There is no way out of this. This person is just constantly stressing me out. My job is making me ill. This person it's just so annoying. I'm just stressed out because of them. I am dying under this pressure. I always put weight on holiday. I can't help myself. I always do this bad habit. What's wrong with me? Something, you know, these were just examples. There is a lot more, but let me know whether some of them resonated. Something I hear quite a lot is... I have always struggled with this. Yeah, there is, yeah, I need fixing. Like there is something broken inside of me. I've always struggled with this or I always fail. Your brain is actually believing you all this shit. So how does your body respond to these instructions? Well, it feels like it's either under threat, you know, that something is literally killing you. So obviously your brain wants to keep you alive. So your heart rate goes up, your cortisol levels increase, your body surges with hormones, you feel angry, you might end up, I don't know, shouting at your spouse, you might end up messing up a presentation at work, you might end up being mean to your friend, you could be rude, Whatever. You know, there are many different things and very often in that state you are not able to think clearly. So you are more likely to just feed into or tune into those thoughts even more. When you are saying things such as, I always put weight on holidays, you are literally creating programs for your body. Again, giving your body instructions on what to do. So hour after hour, day after day, your brain 
uses the language it hears you using to inform how you should feel. And remember, your feelings make you magnetic. They affect that beautiful energy around you that people feel that the universe is responding to. So it's only up to you what you will be attracting towards yourself. So you are always giving your mind instructions through your words. And remember those words, those thoughts, they are always triggering a physical response. Sometimes it could literally be that fight or flight response and your body feels under threat. And genuinely, like I have worked with clients who had been in that fight or flight state for so long, like always worried, always anxious, couldn't get out of it, um, feeling tired, but at the same time can't fall asleep. Or women in our eight-week intuitive eating academy with my dear friend and colleague Vera Prajak, some of them, they have been in fight or flight and therefore they crave sweets. They crave fatty foods because they feel like they are constantly running on empty. And that's the thing, when you are in a stress response all the time, your body is literally running on empty. It is as if you were constantly running away from that wild bear for hours on. Animals have the same response. However, they, they can usually switch it off, so to speak. They usually shake their body. They do something that helps them to self-regulate this kind of response. So the other way your words are affected, affecting you and your body is because you are literally creating programs for your body, beliefs, such as never really enjoyed healthy food or um, I have one sweet treat and I always put weight on. And I'm using these examples because I genuinely know people who've been saying things like this to themselves. Or I can't, I can't ever stick to anything. That's another common one. But the truth is that many of those either situations, let's say you are in a stressful situation at work, so they don't actually cause you physical pain. They don't actually put your life at danger. Yes, they might be inconvenient, but it's not that kind of stress one feels when they are being chased by a wild boar. boar but your mind doesn't care. It's still responding to it this way. The same applies to like negative thoughts about yourself, about your body. Like maybe you compare yourself to another person in your head, putting yourself down. Literally, you are like affirming that thought. So you have created an affirmation, but it's not a good one. When I speak about this to some of my clients, sometimes they do ask me like, well, how do I then speak about my life? Because, you know, I am experiencing circumstances which are not pleasant right now. So how do I speak about it? So I definitely think that you should not thrive for perfection because you could actually put extra pressure on yourself. You can still describe what is going on, but the thing is, like, what kind of intention is behind your language? When you are focusing purely on your current circumstances and you are constantly, like, living in them in your head, 
affirming those circumstances, well, then you will be stuck in them. The key principle here, and this is what so many people struggle with, is to see beyond your circumstances, to stop living from what is going on right now and start living a lot more from your future vision. And I very often call this to myself like my new earth vision, because you might know my Instagram handle is new earth woman. And I really believe in the concept of new earth. And when I hold a vision for myself, I know that automatically my language will shift. I will become so aware of what kind of words I say. And I will be making choices, taking action with the kind of energy I need. Because I am looking at that vision. I'm seeing beyond my current circumstances. Because if we don't see beyond them, then nothing will change. It is about thinking, doing and working from your vision. That needs to be your driving force. This will make you think twice before you say something. When you are tapped into that vision, it will really help you choose different kinds of words. And therefore speed up the whole process. And actually another thing that just comes to me is that Sometimes you do need to be careful about who you speak to. Like when I was sorry, when I was healing from my health problems, I could get so easily affected by other people's comments. So let's say I decided not to go for the hormonal treatment my gynecologist suggested. And some people obviously wouldn't agree with my decision. And I was it was so sensitive back then. And my mindset wasn't as strong yet that I actually kept a lot of things to myself or I would share it only with people who I knew would support me and wouldn't like make conclusions, wouldn't give me their own opinions. I just needed people who would be able to hold space for me. So you might need to do the same. Maybe, you know, keep things quiet if you're working on something and share it only with people who will support you and who will see you for who you are, a divine being with limitless possibilities. And I just thought I'll throw this interesting note into this podcast episode as well. So did you, for example, know that when future mums are learning about gentle birthing or hypnobirthing, they are using different words? So hypnobirthing or gentle birthing method, they actually have their own vocabulary. So let's say the traditional word complication would be replaced by special circumstances. Instead of contraction, they would say surge or wave or a sensation. Instead of pushing birth, they would say breathing into birthing and so on. So basically when moms and people around them use these kinds of words instead of the traditional medical terms, it changes so much for them. The energy is so different in those words and I I can definitely feel it when I say it, like complication. It just 
To be honest, when I say it, I even feel like a little knot in my stomach. But when you say a special circumstance, it doesn't essentially mean something need to go wrong. It just means something is different. And it makes such a huge impact on the mind and the body. The thing is, the body always follows. So it's so good to be tapped into your words, to be aware of them. And I thought I will share with you a couple of words or phrases I tend to avoid. And I haven't prepared like a list. I just want to share with you something I hear my clients say a lot, something I had to observe in my own language to create more success, personal growth, more harmony in my life. But again, like we don't thrive for perfection. I am definitely not perfect with it, but I am doing my best. I am becoming more and more aware of it. And sometimes I catch myself saying something that I know is not right for me either. So it is always progress. And we prefer progress over perfection, don't we? It's like that beautiful quote by Marie Forleo. Progress over perfection. So let's go with the first one. Trying. I try. I will try. Nope. Do or do not. There is no try here. People tend to use this word when they... I don't know, when they don't want to do something or when they consciously or even subconsciously don't believe they can do it, they can accomplish it or that they will accomplish the task. Sometimes they might say it when they don't want to actually do the task. So you can try or you can do it. That's like such a great quote. You can try or you can do it. So if you are going to do it, you will say, yes, I'll do it. I'll put it in my diary. I'll focus on it. I'll plan it out. If you don't want to commit to something, you might as well say, okay, yeah, I, I will try to make time for this. Yeah, I'll try to meet up with you next month. Hmm, that's not very committed. So when it comes to your goals, to your visions, to your aspirations, it's better not to use the word try. Because then again, it's not very focused for your subconscious mind as well. Another word I want to bring your attention to is sorry. Overusing the word sorry could actually mean that you are apologizing unconsciously for your own existence. I have a couple of clients who do it a lot. And honestly, I had been guilty of this myself. Like I... I used to say it a lot that, to that extent that it was annoying to other people. So when you overuse the word sorry, you are essentially making yourself smaller. So again, become aware of it. Another interesting word is deadline. And this word creates stress on its own. Like you don't have to say anything else, just the word deadline has that kind of energy around it. Dead line. Hmm. So what it actually means is when you get to that date, you will feel dead, you won't feel good. And that's quite powerful, isn't it? Deadline. So I don't actually use this word. I, I don't think I use it now. 
can't even remember the last time I used it, but I used to like at my previous job before I uh, became a clinical hypnotherapist, I would use it quite a lot. Another sneaky phrase I want to share with you, and this is a phrase I used to say quite a lot, and that's, it's hard. Very sneaky one. Very, very sneaky. It's hard to do this. Oh, it's hard to focus on this. Oh, I find it really hard. We say this a lot. And honestly, at the time when I was using this phrase a lot, unconsciously, until my own then coach brought my attention to it, was I am tired. Oh, I'm so tired. I'm just tired all the time. I don't have the energy. It's so hard because I'm just tired. Constantly repeating this over and over again. Another interesting word is impossible. Because the thing is that things are rarely impossible. So be very careful throwing this word around. Because in my experience, it often indicates someone close-minded who can't see another person's vision or their own vision. They could be disconnected from their own limitless power. So rather than like declaring this is impossible, open your mind to how possible this might be. And that's the thing, it's so easy for us humans to just get stuck on the reasons why this cannot work out, that we forget to pay attention to why it could work out how it could be possible, that it actually might be possible. It's about brainstorming. It's about opening yourself up to, to that limitless universe because our human mind, okay, is amazing, but it's limit, uh, limited compared to the mind of the universe. So very often we get stuck on the how. How is it going to happen? When? <laughs> but what if you left that space for the universe? And the universe will surprise you to, with something that amazing. But anything is possible. Anything is possible. So another two words that you should always watch out for is... <laughs> it's funny because I've just said it. But I'm just going to leave it. I'm not going to cut this out of this podcast episode. It just shows that... Yeah, nobody is perfect. So, other two words is must and should. And I very often call this masturbation. M-U-S-T. <laughs> because must and should and ought to, they carry this kind of vibration with them. And for your subconscious mind, it actually feels like something outside of you is forcing you to do something. So let's say, oh, I have to or I must do laundry tonight. That already feels like a huge chore. Or I should apply for this job. So for your subconscious mind, it feels like something outside of you is giving you an order and it feels like you don't have power over it. Instead, you could replace it with can, will, I will if I choose to, 
So I can do laundry tonight if I want. I can apply for a different job. And it feels totally different because it gives that vibration and idea that you actually have a choice and it comes from the inside. You feel more empowered. And you could play with this and, and just notice how it makes you feel. But from my experience, this can totally shift your motivation. Like I once had a client who procrastinated around everything. She was just so unhappy because she couldn't get herself to do anything. And this simple languaging shift made a huge difference. And a week later, she was practicing this for a week and she got so much done. She was so happy because she just kept taking off so many things of her to-do list. It was amazing. So obviously, I know that it is not black and white. You know, with any of these phrases, there, there could be shades of gray. It's also important what kind of energy is behind those words, how you feel about it, what kind of intention you have. But still, words have power. And especially when you say them without paying any attention to it, they are most likely affecting your subconscious mind right now. They are most likely affecting your body, how you feel, what kind of life you are creating for yourself. And because it is an important aspect of personal growth, of your success story, I include this important mindset work also in our eight-week intuitive eating academy, which I run with my dear friend and colleague Vera Prajak. And it is in one of the modules where we talk deeper on the four key principles to working with your subconscious mind, to feel amazing in your body, to heal your relationship with food and your body. So this academy is for women who have struggled with emotional eating, with overeating, binge eating, with dieting. They can't make peace with food and their body. It just doesn't feel effortless. And we will help you to become an intuitive, instinctive healer in a way that makes you feel great in your body. The thing is, and from our experience, we know that as a result, so much more will happen in your life. Like our clients experienced amazing shifts. Their relationships improved. They changed career. They um, changed jobs. They deepened their connection to their children, to their husbands. And yeah, there is a lot more in this eight-week intuitive eating academy. It is for women who are ready to leave diets and restrictions behind because your body was designed to be healthy, to feel amazing. Your body has all the wisdom within it. However, the dieting industry made us believe that we need some kind of diet or set of rules to help us feel good. And not true. Your body knows it all. So if this resonates with you, 
please don't hesitate because we are starting very, very soon. Send me a message and I will send you the link to the website so you can check out the program. We would love to have you there. Also, wonderful souls, I have got one spot available for one-on-one -on -one coaching starting August. So if this resonates with you, if you would like to tap into the voice of your soul, explore how you can improve your mindset and start creating a life of your dreams, walking the path of your purpose, that soul path, which is for courageous women, I am here to guide you, to help you, to support you, to hold the space for you. So again, if this resonates, send me a message. I would love to tell you more about it. So have a wonderful day. If you know anyone who will benefit from this, share it with them. And I cannot wait to speak to you soon. Take care, my lovelies. Thank you for listening. If you loved this episode, please feel free to leave me a five-star iTunes review. Share it on your Instagram stories or recommend this podcast to your friends. For more high vibes, live trainings, well-being tips and loads of fun, come and join me in my Facebook group called Empowered Women, Shine Bright and Be Yourself. You can find the link in my bio. You can also follow me on Instagram at stepanka underscore kuralova. For more information, go to the show notes. Loads of love.